And what's going on, guys? And welcome to the Benches Cleared podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez. I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. And I'm Tyler Cohen. I represent the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's right, guys. And I don't even know if it's even a point to point out how much how long we've been without baseball, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Okay, we're 47 days without baseball. And it's been 32 days since it was supposed to be opening day. Um, I'm still holding out hope that there's going to be baseball this year. Um, I just saw something um, that New Zealand is completely free of coronavirus. So that makes me feel um, uh, uh, I don't hopeful. know about the sources on that. I, the thing is, is when you read something that you want to hear, <laughs> you don't check facts, Tyler. You yeah, accept right. it and you fucking move on. Okay. Right. I heard New Zealand's free of it, so I'm accepting it. Um, it's it's true as you and I are sitting here right now. That's how I feel. And we're going to get baseball this year. Um, like like we've been saying, no fans, but I, I, I'm still hopeful. I'm, I'm guessing around June or July. So, I don't know. We'll find out. I heard they want to they wanna have a plan in place within the next couple weeks sometime that's in right May, yes wanna, yes i did see a tweet about that they want to set the plan in stone so that yeah. would be nice you know i'm rooting for baseball i'm not i'm just trying it's to just be the way you in are my own head i know well that's the thing it's is the way you are you're every single time i could i could give you like hey i made you a birthday cake look and you'd be like but is it an ice cream cake like that's how i feel like okay. you are <laughs> no i would say you're not even gonna get me a cake so that way, when you do, I'll be happy. How do you not want a cake? Well, that's I want baseball, but I'm just preparing myself for the worst. Okay, whatever, Tyler. You should get a cake. Don't like, 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 like enjoy life, please. <clears throat> I'm and just eat, here to keep cake. it real. The listeners know that I'm here to keep it real. Okay, well, keeping it real would be I love fucking cake and I want some cake. So give me the cake. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what is real. What's real? Is uh, Rob Manfred blowing another investigation. <laughs> That's what's real. That, is, that uh, is emphatically true. I mean, no one can even deny that. You know, he, <clears throat> the investigation, the results came back, and it's just another bullshit. You know, I, I, I think they, they botched this one as well. Definitely not as bad as the Astros, because that was just... I mean, that was a nightmare. They didn't do anything. And this one, I feel like, wasn't as severe. But I feel like the punishment... No, it's, it, it's not even in the same ball game. I feel like. I no, feel not like, at all. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get why um, why Dodger fans are so freaking like crazy about the... Including yourself. Uh, why you're so crazy about the punishment. Because, I mean... Yeah, they illegally used the replay room. And, and, and I get it. I just don't understand what you thought the punishment would be for an illegal use of the playoff. They weren't translating signs in-game like the Astros were. So, no, I mean... My issue is it's still cheating. It's not cheating... They were trying to get the sequences before the game. How is that not cheating? That's what... A lot of teams do that. Then everyone's cheating. <laughs> Sequence? Try to pick up sequences? Everyone tries to figure, like, that's just yeah. doing your homework. Pre-game? 
yeah, right before the game, trying to f- figure out the what the guy. Yeah, that's what people. That's what the people are watching on iPads and shit. Hmm. Like I think what my understanding of it is, they illegally used the play um the um the, the replay room. So basically, they had better cameras than everybody else. That's my understanding of it. So and yes, you need to be punished for that. I I think they did use the intern as a scapegoat a little bit. Um, Clearly. (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, someone had to be involved a little bit more than they're saying, or at least, you know, they got away with it. Maybe that's why the investigation was taking so long, because, you know, they were just being a wolf of Wall Street and were able to, everyone was on the same page and was denied, 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 I guess. I don't know. Um, But a second round pick for using a, a, a better camera than everyone else I find that sufficient, and I and I but, honestly don't see I don't see the, the 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 problem I really have is is people who think it's even close to what the Astros did. No, you know, it's not I, even I in the same realm. Yeah, and and we did a poll asking you guys what you guys thought of it, and uh, said what do you guys think about what the Red Sox did? You know, is it nine percent said no big deal and. And uh, actually, I wouldn't go there. It's uh, 25% said it was wrong, but eh, and that's how I feel. Like, it was wrong, and they should have got a little bit of a punishment, but eh, like, it didn't change any outcomes of any game, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, and like, in especially in that World Series, like, not 100% not talking shit, because um, I'll admit, like, for sure, like, there's no way that the Astros you know, cheating like that didn't give them an edge at least one game. So yeah. Dodgers would have won that World Series, okay? For sure. But y'all got your at, like, fucking spanked. No, and, and that's something and, that's a, that's something I want to definitely make clear. You know, I don't represent the Dodger fan base. No, but... you do. No, we, we do here. We're the <clears throat> okay, you're best. Right. I'm the... Let's, come on, act like you've been there before, Tyler. The official word of the Dodgers here. <laughs> no, we... The Red Sox were a better team. I mean... I don't think this factored into anything, really. We got our asses handed to it to us more or less fair and square, and we lost that World Series. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, I'm not that's making not... a huge deal about it in a sense. I mean, yeah, it is a huge deal, but not even close to the Astros. I don't feel like anything was stolen from us. Yeah, and that's that's why I don't get with the the rest of the poll. the The next one was almost as bad as the Astros, almost as bad as the Astros with thirty one percent. Like, bro, it's not even in the same ballpark. And the big yeah, thing but... I have with it is the the winning poll thirty five percent was just as bad as the Astros. So I don't know if people are misinformed or like. Well, I, it's, I, I think it. it's just an emotional thing, you know. When you have this emotional connection, you just want to just complain and feel like yeah. you were oh, wrong definitely. so that's that's what it is you know because if this were coming from the giants perspective and i was a you know a dodgers fan voting on the giant poll mm-hmm. i would be like yeah no big deal you know but the other way around i'd be like yeah this is huge yeah and and that's what my homeboy uh Duterino, um my homeboy big easy or when he lost a bunch of weight we call the medium easy uh he said the same thing that basically we're saying. So the Sox were a buzz all that season. Only thing I bummed about is they didn't really need to go to that extent, you know, to, to and you know, to 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 compete. And you know, it's not even in the same league as as what the Astros did. And like that's what I'm saying. Like don't compare it to what the Astros did because then you're just diminishing what the Astros actually did. 
That's that's how I feel. Yeah. I, I feel like you can make a comparison, though, that, you know, and I think a lot of this might be coming from people don't feel like the punishment was harsh enough for the, Astros? <clears throat> for, for the Red Sox. And that's maybe where there's kind of this linear connection between maybe. them and the Astros. Because, you know, like you and I were talking before we started that I just don't think A.J. Hinch or Alex Cora should ever be able to manage again. But mm. all they're going to have to do is take a year off, which potentially might not even be a season anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, I can understand the frustration, but no, I don't think it was nearly as bad as what the Astros did. Yeah, it's it, it's not even close. Um, But to switch over a little bit, we do have a little bit of, uh, I guess, maybe Giants news. Uh, This is what happens when there's no season. Everyone looks for a story. Um, A tweet came out talking about Puig. And how he is signing with the Giants. It's a done deal. They're just waiting to see if, you know, what the season's going to look like. To see, I don't know if just to figure out how much they're going to pay him or or what the deal is. Um, I'm not sure how true it is. If it's just, you know, Twitter gossip. I mean, um, Andrew Baggerly um, talked to Farhan Zaidi. And Farhan, Z- Farhan Zaidi said, we're not having any conversations internal or external about player transactions at this point. So I don't. It, it's weird to me that it would come out right now. Like, I, I don't believe it's true, to be honest with you, because it's like, you know, what the hell are we doing here? Like, are we going to let the, the young outfielders play? I don't understand it. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, you know, I'm not saying that I, I, I'm not a Puig fan, obviously. Um, these bat flips are, are <clears throat> ridiculous. You hit, a, you hit a single and you hit a bat flip. That's just stupid to me. Okay. You hit a bomb, yeah, bat flip your ass off. I don't care. But he's, I mean, just the whole thing with it, I, I, I'm i not a huge fan of him. But he's a good bat, so I wouldn't mind him in the lineup. But You're going to love Puig if you guys sign Puig. Yeah, a, a new uniform changes your opinion on a guy. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm if, if he's not wearing a giant uniform, I'm not a huge fan of the guy. I, I, I'm. You know what I'm, I'm kind of thinking about this whole thing is, I think Farhan's lying, and they are having these conversations. And this could be, you know, kind of an internal thing where people in the know inside the baseball world kind of know the trajectory of maybe where the season's heading and dates and kind of plans. So maybe they're anticipating something happening soon, and that's why they're starting to have these conversations. So, you know, for you, being an eternal optimist, this is a good sign for you. Yeah, I understand that, but me personally, I want to see, you know, Jalen Davis in the outfield. I want to see Austin Slater in the outfield. I I like seeing those young guys get that chance, especially when it's not a a season where the, you know you're expected to win. So that's why I'm and I even said that I was a little disappointed to sign Hunter Pence, and I fucking love Hunter Pence. Got yeah. a man crush on the guy. So. It went, but then they came out like, well, he's just going to hit left-handed pitching. He's getting partial time. So, okay, that, that, that makes sense, I guess. You know, like it, it's, you know, it's plausible. I just don't, I don't get the Puig thing because they even said they won't sign Pilar because he's like an everyday type player. So yeah. I would imagine Puig would be the same because he has opposite splits. Yeah, but he I think. He gets right-handed. I think with Farhan having the relationship maybe that he has with Puig. And just yeah. being the kind of GM that he is, I mean, you might be able to see a one-year 
six million dollar deal, which I mean that's I mean that's nothing. That's such <clears throat> such a bargain. Yeah, I here's the thing though with Farhan I've noticed. Farhan never lies. It seems like when he tells like what he's gonna do, he just gives such a broad view and he does exactly what he's doing, but he doesn't tell you what he's doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. He dances yeah, around yeah. the question, but it's all factual. That up to this point at least. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, because I mean he could be they could sign him tomorrow, and you know, obviously he was lying. But like even at the trade deadline, he like they were asking him, Hey, are you trained Bumgarner? Are you doing this? And he was always, you know, the beat around the bush of Oh, you know, we want to build. We, we don't want to take away from what's going on, and you know, we also want to, um, you know, compete because Bojas last season, and they tried. You know, they didn't. They did exactly what he said. They didn't sell the farm. They got a couple like of long shots to see if anything worked out, and it didn't. And the rest of the team kind of fell, so they didn't make it. And they added. No. So, I, I, I don't know. It seems like he, he, he does what he says. He just doesn't tell you exactly what he's doing. Right, it gives him that flexibility. <laughs> exactly, but he doesn't seem, like I said, he doesn't seem like a liar to where he's like, nope, we're not having conversations, and then tomorrow we get a notification that it's official that he signed. And Week obviously signs he's a five-year deal tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and I hated how, you know, when they uh, announced the uh, Wilmer Flores deal, it was like Farhan's first multiple-year deal, and it was like a two-year, $4 million deal. It's like... Yeah, it's multiple year, but but is it though? Yeah, right. Is it? Yeah. If I want to, if I if I see that headline, I'm like, oh man, he signed someone for seven years, ninety million dollars. No, I I wouldn't give him that much. I would I would especially because it came out as Wilmer Flores. I was like, oh, they signed him maybe for like three years, four years, and which was a lot to me, but two years, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah. all right, well let's let's get into what exactly we've been uh, what you all been waiting for the the big moment. We're gonna get into uh, the ultimate playoff team. Hey, what's going on? This is Tyler Beatty with the San Francisco Giants, and you're here listening to Benches Cleared Podcast with Jesse Gutierrez and Tyler Coe. Go Giants! Beat LA. Ultimate playoff team. Back at it again. With the ultimate playoff team, we're just going to go over the rules really quick just so we're up to date. Uh, We're making the ultimate playoff team for both the Giants and the Dodgers, starting when both teams moved to California. We asked you guys to vote for the past couple weeks on different players, fan favorites. We even threw a couple jokes in there. A few guidelines. Longevity is not in the question. Uh, You could base your answer solely on one season. You could use any player that's played on the Giants and Dodgers, but you have to use the years they played on them. Like, for instance, you can't use, like we said last week, can't use Randy Johnson because uh, he played one year with the Giants. You can't use his Arizona years to justify your argument. So we're going to start it off. We're, we're going to go in order the number of the – how they're numbered on the scorecard. We're going to start with first base. So for first base, for the Dodgers guys, we gave you guys the poll. of Eric Caro, Steve Garvey, Adrian Gonzalez, and Wes Parker. Uh 19% of you went with Eric Karros. 19% of you also went with Adrian Gonzalez. 10% of you went with Wes Parker. And the majority, 52% of you went with Steve Garvey. For me, this one was was kind of tough, you know, because I had to kind of look through the numbers because I wasn't alive when Steve Garvey was playing. Poser. And, you know, he should have been alive. <clears throat> he's, uh, you know, Real just so everyone's aware, I'm a... I wasn't aware in any, or wasn't born 
or alive in any of the 80s. So I'm strictly a 90s kid here. Um, so going through the number, you know, initially I wanted to say Eric Karros just because I grew up watching him and, you know, that was my childhood. Mm. But going through the numbers, Steve Garvey, for me, is definitely the right choice. And I mean, Steve Garvey is one of the most famous Dodgers. And then obviously you'll see kind of the theme going throughout this poll. There's a very famous infield that played together for you know, almost 10 years. Um, but I'm going to go, you know, with Steve Garvey on this one. Defensively, with the bat, I mean, it's just the overall good choice over anyone else. Yeah, so far, I don't think we've had any – I know I haven't. I can't remember if you have had any disagreements with the polls so far. No, but uh, <clears throat> you will see one for me. Okay. Sure. Okay. I mean – yeah, I, I had a disagreement with how something was voted, that Hunter Pence thing. But other than that, I mean, no matter what, Bobby Bonds is, is you know, who, yeah. who won it anyways. Yeah, so um, the, the listeners here, uh, they seem to yeah. know their stuff. We we all seem to be in line with one another. Because if, if we said it, that means it's obviously correct. So right. it would have to line up with what we say. Universal um, truths. This is definitely the hardest poll, I think, for definitely for position. I think the starting pitching is going to be a little crazy. But um, – you know, um, first base, uh, it's it, all-time great Giants, which is which has made it really hard. Will Clark got 39% of the vote. Um, Orlando Sopeda, he got 6% of the vote. I had a little bit of a, uh, a toss-up with who I was going to put in as far as JT Snow versus um, Brandon Belt. But looking at just the offensive numbers, um, damn, JT Snow was just a masher, dude, you know? Um, and I think, like, when—and that's also my childhood, too— you know, and but I don't exactly remember all the stats, so it was nice to look back and mm-hmm. you know remember that. Yeah, I kind of knew a little bit when I was little, just remembering him. He was actually the cake topper at my on my wedding. Um, my wife had a, a piazza, a little Day of the Dead cake topper, and then I had a JT Snow because I was a Kent Snow Bonds guy, and it was like Kent ended his career with the Dodgers, so I couldn't do that. I was gonna if I did Barry. And he's a racist. I yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he'd probably be pissed, like a Mexican yeah. Mexican wedding. My kid. what is this crap? Yeah, and then um, you know, I was gonna hear steroid jokes all day for Bond, so I I, I went with JT Snow. But uh, back back to the poll. Sorry. Um, obviously the the winner. It sucks that Will Clark's gonna be voted out because he just happens to play first base like Willie McCovey. So um, especially or- Orlando Cepeda too. He he didn't get any love, which kind of sucked. And he's an amazing, all time great player. Um, but I mean when you're up against Willie McCovey you're kind of fucked, you know? Yeah. I, I do like um, a guy, uh, I can't see the rest of his Twitter name, Devin the Milk something? I don't know. Devin uh, Devin Harrington said, uh, no huff, question mark. Um, but, you know, we obviously wanted to give, well, we obviously wanted to give Will Clark and William McCovey a shot. I mean, you know, the cheat code of, of Aubrey Huff, you know? Yeah, well, Aubrey Huff's just not a cool guy, so. <laughs> I, I literally, I was tempted to put him on there just so I can, you know, get a bunch of like, you know, tweets back. Pull, pull. Like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. If he would have won, dude, I would have, I would have quit the podcast. I would have burned this whole thing down to the ground. We wouldn't have mentioned it. We would have just made up a poll and said we put yeah. it out. You know, anybody else? Yeah. So, so moving along, we're gonna head over to second base, and <clears throat> for the Dodgers, there was pretty pretty good group here. So we polled Steve Sachs, Davey Lopes, Jeff Kent. Max Muncy, um, 18% of you went with Max Muncy, 
21% of you went with Jeff Kent, 25% went with Davey Lopes, and then Steve Sachs at 36%. This one was super interesting to me because, one, Max Muncy, I kind of just threw him here at second base since I didn't put him in the first base poll, even though I think he's more of a first baseman. I think he's actually become, I mean, he's a pretty solid second baseman. For how big that guy is, he can yeah. really move. And then obviously, you know, he has the offense yeah, exactly. to match. So so kind of weird that he he was last. But I think that really speaks to how well, you know, how elevated these other players are. Jeff Kent, 21%. You know, he had I some, still had some great, good years with the Dodgers. He had some great years with the Dodgers. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. But then, you know, with Davey Lopes, Davey Lopes being a part of that infield that was together for so long. You know, I feel like people were going to go with Davey Lopes over Steve Sachs, but Steve Sachs just had the numbers. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm also going to go with Steve Sachs. I mean, Steve Sachs had some great years in L.A., so, you know, I, I think the poll got it right again. <laughs> Final answer. There, yeah. So <clears throat> everyone went with Steve Sachs. I'm also going to go with Steve Sachs. All right, yeah, we'll we switch it over, rolling on to keep uh, the second poll going. Um, for us, it was Robbie Thompson got 12% of the vote. Freddie Sanchez, uh, got 12% of the vote. He was awesome. He just got hurt all the time. But, um, you know, my guy, Ray Durham got 12% of the vote. Uh, I fucking loved Ray Durham, man. I, I have actually still have one of his jerseys. So, um, uh, I like him a lot, but at the same time when you're in the same poll as Jeff Kent and that he had his prime with us. So <clears throat> what can you do? Racism yeah. aside, Jeff Kent. I agree with the poll again. Yeah. What can you do? It would have been it would have been very funny if they both if he would have won both. If he would have won both, yeah. Yeah. That, that would have been good. All right. So moving on to third base for the Dodgers, we gave you Juan Uribe, Ron Say, Justin Turner, and Adrian Beltre. Juan Uribe came in at eight percent. Ron Say came in at twenty percent. Justin Turner and Adrian Beltre both at thirty six percent. And you know, for the tiebreaker here, I'll be the one to break this up. I'm going Adrian Beltre all the way. Yeah. I, I mean, would, without question. Yeah. Adrian Beltre is a monster, dude. Yeah. I mean, he broke into the league at what, 19 years old in 2004, I believe it was, was his last year with the Dodgers before he went to Seattle. I think it was 48 home runs or 49 home runs, <clears throat> which tied with Sean Green for the franchise record. So, I mean, Adrian Beltre can mash, and his glove is unbelievable. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Justin Turner can mash, and his glove is great, too. But it's not just not to that level of yeah. Adrian Beltre. I, I'd pick and Beltre as well, too. Yeah, and especially when you're working with a tie, I start taking in things like longevity. And, I mean, Adrian Beltre, 3,000 hits. You know, yeah. he had a 20-year career. So I'm going to Adrian Beltre for sure. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, switch it over to the hot corner uh, for the Giants side. Uh, I, I threw a little curveball in because, uh, I don't know, fuck it, why not? I put uh, Casey McGee in there, got 2% of the vote. Uh, what's the recall? We got uh, Jimmy Ray Hart got 3% of the vote, which he was a really good, really good player when you look at the numbers. It was nice looking back at his stuff. Um, but I, I think just fan favorite just got way too much in the way everyone wanted, you know, either Matt Williams, who was second, uh, 40, 41%, and I feel like they're they were really close and um, you know caliber players, but in my head this is the ultimate playoff team, right? Playoff, mm -hmm. playoff. So in my head too, I have to take into account 
how good Panda is in the playoffs. So I went with Panda as well. He he won the uh, the uh, the popular vote as well, fifty four percent. Yeah, man, fucking love that dude. I, and I hated him when he left. I got so upset because I think the like you know, him like going out talk like kind of bashing everybody else except for Pence and Bochi and you know leaving for I don't know. I guess it was it ended up being like a little bit more money, but um, you know, I, I wasn't a fan of the way he left. Maybe I was just being butthurt and being a, you know, my heart was too much in it. But yeah, of course. And then when like they were talking about bringing him back, I was like, why, dude? This there's no reason to bring him back. But dude, I don't know what it is when he gains weight and's in a giant uniform. He can <laughs> mash, man. Yeah, skinny Pablo wasn't as fun as no, as heck Pablo. no. Dude, you got to feed the panda, dude. Yeah. Get him as big as you can. He mashes. For sure. All right, so we're going to close it out with shortstop. And here's going to be the, the one that I disagree on, kind of. So for shortstop, for the Dodgers, we gave you guys Maury Wills, Bill Russell, Raphael for call, and Corey Seager. Bill Russell and for call both came in at 7%. Corey Seager came in at 29 And Maury Wills came in at 57 which is the right answer. Objectively speaking, that is the right answer. However, my person that I would choose, I didn't even put on the list. Because my favorite Dodger what? as a child is Cesar Estouris. And I would choose Cesar Estouris at shortstop. Did you just do a trick question? Why didn't exactly. you at least put him in the poll? Exactly. Here's why. Kick out Bill Russell. Let him, because, let him kick rocks, bro. Because I would get roasted if i put him in there so here's the thing oh so cesar's tourist so here perfect example here's my cesar's tourist signed ball right here i love cesar's tourist he's my boy why so because he was small he was just a little guy who hit for average and had a great glove but when i was going back through the numbers and looking at everyone's war comparison I mean, there was a couple of years where he had, like, a negative war. And, I mean, his stats, he had one all-star season, and he hit, like, 300. His stats weren't that great. And he was only with the Dodgers for about three years or so. But I, but I love Cesar Tours. He's my guy. But objectively speaking, yeah, Maury Wills is the answer for sure. So the poll got it right. I'm getting it wrong. But I'll stand by my decision. <laughs> I just, I don't know how to feel about war exactly. Um, because I, 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 when I was looking to uh, put JT Snow or Brandon Belt in the first base poll, I was looking through the stats and Snow had like, I wish I had it in front of me. I wish I would have remembered because I remember it was a huge difference. I don't know if it was double, but it was like close to being double. Um, Belt has a, has a better war than JT Snow. And it just doesn't make, you can't tell me. You can make an argument that Brandon Belt's a, a better player, maybe. I, I can I can get that. But you can't tell me that Brandon Belt is two times the player J.C. Snow is. Yeah, no. That doesn't make any sense to me. And that's what, you know, I hate when they bring up the comparisons. Like, they do it with Mike Trout a lot. Like, look yeah. at his career war versus Mickey Mantle or Ted Williams. And it was like, it's just, a, it was a different game back then. You know, we're like, now we don't look at batting average is necessarily a highlight of a hitter. I always look at average. That's the first Me thing. Too. I look at home runs <clears throat> and average. But now with uh, like, you got to look know, at on base percentage too, though, because that is important. How how much someone strikes out and how much somebody walks. Right. 
but now, but what I'm saying is now with the advanced metrics, you know, batting average is kind of a, I don't want to say a thing in the past, but it's not really something people focus on. So yeah. I feel like war is now this new gold standard, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think it's a good stat. It's a good measurable to have, but there's other things I, that need to be taken into account. And that's the thing though, because you could, I mean, people look at it to, to measure offense and defense, but JT Snow wasn't a masher who they just put in first because he can't play any other position. He was a good fielding first baseman. And I just looked it up just to confirm what I was saying. Yeah. JT snow over 16 seasons has an 11 war and Brandon bell over nine seasons. Cause it's an accumulative accumulative. I can't even say the word. Cumulative. There we go. Thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to dub what you say. (laughs) And it's going to look like, you know, like when you're watching like a, a movie on, uh, on regular cable and they say yeah. password and they just like you turd and it's just way <laughs> off. Um, but yeah. And you can't tell me that Brandon Bell over nine seasons, 23 war. You're saying he's more than double the player. He was It just, yeah. that's, that's, <clears throat> that's where you lose credibility in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. So I agree. That's just, that's just my little tip to yeah. go with your poll, but back to the giant side looking at shortstop, um, you know, Offense, defense, you know, I'm not sure exactly where shortstop is such an important defensive position, I feel like, where you would have to take some defense into concern. Um, but 9% said Edgar Renteria, uh, 14% said Omar Vizcal, which is all defense. The guy's a, probably one of the best shortstops of all time if you're looking at just defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at Rich Aurelia at 17%, which Rich Aurelia was a masher. So if you're just going for offense, Rich Aurelia is the way to go. I get it. Um, but I agree with the poll. Brandon uh, Brandon Crawford, 60%. Um, he's had very above-average decent defensive – I mean, sorry, above-average offensive years. Um, you know, he even won a Silver Slugger one year. So I, you could definitely argue that because his glove is just so good. I mean, even now, I feel like people like are, are saying, like, oh, he's not what he was. And maybe he's not, but he's still very good. Yeah. And he's had huge <clears throat> offensive moments in the postseason, obviously the Grand Slam, you know, in the wild card game and, you know, a, a bunch of like little things here and there. It's just I, I'd pick Brandon Crawford hands down. Yeah, I feel like you have, you know, like Rich Aurelia is a lot of offense and then Vizquel and Renteria are huge names. Yeah. But when you take into account our rules, it's kind of easy to you yeah. know, push them to the side. Exactly. And maybe some people didn't read up on the rule because my guy – Big K, Bubba Kellen, said I'd take Edgar in his prime in a heartbeat, but, you know. Well, yeah. That's why, that's why you got to keep stay yeah. updated on all of our tweets, man. Yeah. got to read everything, him, man. I would take 1997 Miami Marlin version, yeah, too. Exactly. But... We can't do that. <clears throat> yeah. You know, this, that's this why I agree with, you know, Matt Dennis, at Matt Dennis 9, Crawford easily best defensive shortstop. We had more than adequate offensive player. So, yeah, exactly. He's He's not, he's not a masher. But his defense is so good, and he has good enough offense to be in there, I feel like. Yeah. No, I agree. <clears throat> you know, so moving forward, the polls that are going to be coming out this coming week, we're going to be doing catcher, and then we're going to be doing bullpen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is going to be the most, you know, pitching in general, they're going to be the most contentious debates. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to the polls and what everyone's going to say. Because I feel like there's going to be some heated arguments, so I'm really yeah, I'm getting charged up for it's, that. It's going to be hard to do the polls too. The way the way we're we're going to structure it, um, it's going to be three bullpen spots 
the three bullpen spots uh, as, with the catcher. Um, we're just going to throw, I guess it would be seven seven names out there. You can only do four at a time at Twitter. So you put in four. One's going to get knocked off, obviously, because of, you know, they're going to win. So mm-hmm. And then you just put, add another name in there. So if you're planning on voting for a guy because, you know, you don't want him knocked out, that's not going to happen. So just vote the best bullpen guy first because that the the guy that you're thinking of your second best that you want to keep in the poll that you want to win because you want him on your team he's going to be there again the next round so just number one every single time if that makes sense did i yeah. explain that adequately you think yeah i mean you guys will see it too <clears throat> you know obviously for the dodgers eric Gagne is probably gonna be the first one that's plucked and yeah. then everyone else will remain so you, you'll get it when you see it yeah Talking about Eric Gagne and then talking shit about Bonds or being on steroids. Come on now. Come on now. Bro, he had a damaged retina. Okay, he needed steroids. Yeah, <laughs> a retina. That sounds his like eye, a, his that's eye like hurt a semi-toe. Sake, right? A semi-toe. Let me take some roids. Mm, whatever. Well, thank you guys very much for, listen, for listening to this episode. This episode has been brought to you by Renovation, Can- Ren- Renovation Candle Company. I didn't say it right. You can tell Renovation Candle Company pays a lot of money for the sponsor. Exactly. Since everything's so tight. <laughs> but you're stuck at home. Make your home smell nice. Renovation Candles, they smell great. Just ask Tyler. That's true. They do. And you can take that to the bank. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Or actually at the end of this week. Probably. Right? We'll see you when we see you. We'll see you when we see you. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>